0: In Shavu al we discussed in the last year. the avera, the son of the sons of Ari the Kranian, that is they went to take the portion, either their own portion according to the way that the Hashanah explained it, or even what wasn't coming to them according to the way that the Rishonim explained it, and uh, it was avera for a number of reasons. If it wasn't what was... They deserve to take because the portion which really belongs to the owners and by force they took what wasn't theirs Then besides everything else it's ghetto it's theft, it's robbery. But even according to the fashion that said that the Khan came to take their own portion that they took it by force. They took it by force whereas it was meant to be given given to them by the by the by the Israel, it was given to them by the by the, by the owner the owner for carbon. And then the second mistake was we saw that they even took it before, the, the fat been burnt from the Mizbech. We, we know that Palachah is that the avoider of the has to be the first bring the plant in bring the, the Mizbech, that's the first part of the kapara. And thereafter he has to bring burn the fat, the Chalobim, which have to be burn to the fire in the Mizbech, and only afterwards he's entitled to eat. And therefore, even though we yet, the the khanim ate before they burnt the fat, but they came to take their portion. And we saw that the Jew told them, why are you taking the meat before you burn the fat? Burn the halavim first. So what are the khanim doing? So we saw this wasn't the khanim himself, it, it was the young, so to speak, apprentices of the khanim. And it seems there was a fight for who would get the halavim of each carbon. Who would get the parts of the, 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 the Khanims made together of each carbon, And therefore... They used to come and take it on their own, ahead of, you know, make sure they had it, ahead of bringing the going the family. Now, once again, it, it might have been something which was the Koynam were entitled to, but the way that they took it, before, the way that it was wrong, and it made a, a distaste for the avoider, you know, the feelings of Kayishon, they felt instead of being, coming to the Resimekdash, it was an elevating experience, and everybody was focused on the of Hashem, and it was the primary uh, Occupational, I mean, sure That are that people are people trying to steal, they're trying to grab, they're trying to get for themselves. Uh, we've said last to a marshal, that a person would go to a godal, he waits in there, and he gets to see the godal, and he gets his bracha, he feels uplifted. Like if it's a kind of a struggle, like, how much are you going to pay me, I'll get you head of the land, I'll cut out, I'll give you this. You feel cheaper, and you feel that it wasn't an atmosphere which was dedicated to the way a And therefore, that was the problem with the coin. That Because, for whatever reason, they themselves were trying to satisfy you know, satisfied, they needed to take the meat for themselves. But it made the whole of it look like something which they had personal interest in. And so the result was the Jewish people stopped coming to the base of Mekesh. It took Elkanah every year to try and bring people back to the base of because what, what what turned them off, what made them stop coming, the fact that they felt uh, it wasn't the experience it was meant to be. Now, the question is, what area where is that? What, under what heading are we going to put the plan? And the answer is really it's not a small thing. It's really a part of Chul Hashem. The Gemara says in Yoma that if a person who's learned in Torah acts just with other people, he's in He deals with them honestly the and and people see him as a person of good a person of integrity. So then it reflects well in the Torah. People say, look at this person who learned the Torah; how good his actions are. it's the opposite, if a person who learns Torah and is 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 but like, uh, incorrect in the way he deals with other people. And his middits aren't good. So people look at him and say, the in look how bad his made are. And I'm saying over here, we naturally expect, and rightly so, the Khanim, who are the ones who are serving Hashem, to be on a higher level. We expect them to be people we look after, to be people we respect. <coughs> when the guy is looking down at the and saying, these are the ones who are serving Hashem, these are the ones who are just interested in not in their own pockets, and getting what they can for themselves, so that's a khilurashah. You know, so that's the result of khilurashah. Is the made it, it makes people less inclined to do a way to themselves. In the it makes people less inclined to come to the Mishkan. And so you're going to see that the Avera of Bumei Ali was punished very seriously. Is that why they lost people from the Much more than just the people from the Avera, but that's why they lost a lot. Because it wasn't just a area of um, taking <coughs> by force of the coin. It resulted in the Hashem. Now that's what we have to in the Novi. the are holding the very place. And remember, in that background, Shmuel is brought to the Mishkan. In that background, Shmuel is still an impressionable young boy of two. is growing up. And it says, Shmuel the Mishkan. Shmuel is in contrast to the Khanim, he was Mosharos Hashem. He was there to Shmuel. He was there to serve Hashem. He was there to learn from Ely. He was there to do the Avodah he could do. Um, literally, an eight-foot bag is a white, uh, a white cloak that he was wearing. But the ref- reference to white clothing in Chumash always is, like the father says, the greatest. The B'chalai says the B'gadecha the vine, your clothing should always be white. Which means there's no, not, no, nothing to tarnish a person's name, his reputation, and no that he's done, which obviously to a his identity. Shmuel serving Hashem, thank you, and Shmuel ever agreed with the Shema. The way he served Hashem was completely Shema. There was no ulterior motive. He, he was what uh, ever Hashem was meant to be. And therefore, as we're going to see, while the people got less and less, uh, less disrespect for the kind of and more and more disenchanted with that on the other hand, they more and more respected Shmuel. He was somebody that I could see was truly committed to serving Hashem, or the, or the way it was meant to be. And especially against the contrast of what the, what the khanim were doing, so then Shmuel stood out as somebody who was honest, somebody who was directed in the, in the right way. Even though he wasn't the khanim? Even though he wasn't the khanim, maybe because he wasn't a khanim. Because there was nothing for Shmuel to gain from that And maybe he didn't take any part of the culture. And therefore, the fact that the lady was there to serve Hashem, it was only there to serve Hashem. There was no ulterior motive, there was only something to get. Uh, which is always a, a plus. Because if a person wants to work in a vodhah whatever capacity it's going to be, the less the potential there is for him to have personal gain from it, the more, firstly, it's the he does, and also the, more people, more, the less people are likely to blame him for doing something because of some personal motive. And therefore that would present a uh, possible mixture to the Khan. Because since they were able to take from the Quranist, so there's a vested interest over here. And which carbon they would choose to do would depend where they get the most from. If they bring a carbon owner, they will get very little, they get the skin. If they would bring a carbon harvest, they get all the meat. If they bring a bird offering, they would get quite nothing. And therefore, once a person has a vested interest, so then there's always the possibility that they're going to uh, act to serve their own interests. Or if people are going to look at it, they act this of their interests. But the a person who has no vested interest, if that's the case, so then there's much more of a likelihood that what he's doing is the Shema, and people for sure see it that way. And that way the navy had an advantage. In other words, because he wasn't he wasn't able to take anything from the current there's nothing that the navy can get from the culture. So therefore, if the Levi is there and he's doing his avodah, it's only the Shema. It's only the Shema. It's only the Shema. Maestro was from the crops. Maestro wasn't from the cobarnes. <clears throat> There's no manipulation to be done with the crops? wasn't was, I was, take take was And he told me lots of the mirror who were being fully supported by their families and didn't really need the mere title. Because at the time it was 600 shekels, 700 shekels. It was pocket money. They didn't need it. They were being supported by their parents. He wanted people to take. But he said if you take, them, you feel maestro. If you don't, if you feel, you don't, you're not taking anything. You don't have any obligation to come. You now the question who are you talking to? So it's true, for people like that, much better they should film with shepherd and they should learn shema, makes them, 100%, makes them do something. But for a person who's holding and wanting to do these things, lishma, so then for sure it's better. You know, as if a person does not going to interfere with what he does, so the fact that I'm not getting anything from it, I'm doing a to lishma, to isn't it? It's much harder for a person I, to do this. The only reason I started writing was because we were getting money first. T- yeah, I'm a luck, so I would never have started writing. and as I like that the whole code works works when you get paid to come because if you don't if you don't get paid you would be much less likely to come so it's true when a person needs the motivation as the push or as the as the thing to force them to come so that's good but on the other hand when, you, when it's compared to a person who's doing the same thing he, he's doing the same without getting anything from it so for sure is a we see it as being more Shema. In the slave in the base of English. wasn't given anything. If you ask, what was the motivation of to the base of the car name, at least they got, they, got, they, got, they got the meat, they got the skins, which could be valuable, the leather. What was the motivation for the khanim to work to the base the What was the motivation for a lady? What did he get? What get? do get for it. as justice is given by, the, by Israel to any slave who he wants. It has nothing to do with the Levim in the Basin language. As a whole, on the whole Shabbat, when I have, I have the option of I have to, to sing the Basin language, or as a Lev, I can go be a safer, or when I mean, I'm in mean, Tamakus, or any other thing the Levim are doing. So I, will, I wouldn't get more as the one in the other way, as long as a Shabbat. They understood it for the Karnam, but why would I want to do it? Not every Lev had to work, there were enough to do. Again, I that most times the were, living weren't forced to, they were naturally. living. So were, why, why would a be violent? Just this Because this he doesn't get anything from it. You might have to, as the shavit has to do, but every individual that be. there wasn't, uh, there wasn't any, there wasn't any reward, there wasn't any salary. If you came, you didn't get anything from it. Shema wasn't influenced by the, by the And the truth is, he wasn't even entitled to eat; he wasn't the kohen. But, uh, yeah, he was the shining example of a person who was in the base of Maydash, dedicated to her decision. And that, so to speak, was the contrast to what the economy was doing right, what was doing right. And that was a very interesting process. We don't look down on people that do things because they're motivated. That's not right. We saw Nefshah Chayim, which she said, that if a person is doing a mitzvah, we don't look down on him because the other the most perfect motivation. 100%. You know A person is doing a mitzvah something which is good. The fact that a person could do something on a higher level doesn't mean we should look down on a person. who's not. And (laughs) the Nefesh Ha'im says, Hashem is happy with him. He did a mitzvah. So are we going to be the ones to say there's something bad? The the fact that it's good, is good. We don't have to return on that. They were manipulating the system. They were doing shalak ha'ala, right? Here it wasn't right. Because here they were taking advantage of people. Here they were making a khadal Hashem. That was the problem. In, in, in general, more of a colleagues to the question but also in regards to this they do. There's a Rambam. A Rambam says that if a person takes money for you know to talk to, to, to the Ontario, it's them right it's the wrong thing to do. It's so obviously always asking in the Rambam that today you have a system where people get to vote to the entire. So the way the experiment is wrong, is a person who has to raise money to ask because of the entire in other words, if someone chooses to support someone learning Tarot, like Esau or a family member wants to learn, or a Rosh Kaila who wants to have his Avrakhan that's fine. That means I'm approaching you and offering you. I'm willing to pay you to learn. And if a person will go around and beg me and ask me, pay me because I'm learning, I want, I want to use it, give you soccer because I'm learning, that I'm holds is wrong. And why is it wrong? Why is it wrong? The mind is, if a person is giving you money, supporting terror, But it's part of the same idea as the same of the lady. And that is that it it, to some extent takes the Torah person's learning and makes it into a vehicle to make money. See, if if, if the fact that I'm learning now becomes the way I go ask people to support me, so then there's something wrong with that. Then I'm making the Torah into the means to try and make money. Is Rashkael approaching people? Why is that? If Rashkael approaches and says, I'm looking for people to learn in my come then I'll pay you to learn. That's fine. And how's the Rashkael able to raise money? No, so it's not for him. He's saying, I have to to help me support them. That's like but it's not? It's not it's, for a person himself to go around saying, I want to keep me, give me money because I'm learning. It's like he making the learning like a way to do it. It's a way to try and make something from what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that was the same look at the coin And that is when you're using the word of Hashem as a means to make something. So then any mm-hmm. It looks like mm-hmm. yeah, you should be doing it. If yeah. you're going to do it, it's totally Right, but once you're doing it as a way to get from it, so then it really cheapens what you're doing. But any other, it looks it looks to people like something wrong. That was the same mistake we were talking about here about al And uh, like we said, Shmuel is different. And now we come to the fascinating person. Shmuel's uh, mother, Khaled, made him a small, like a coat. She made him a small coat from he as a child. She made him a small, a child-sized coat. And she brought it up to him from time to time. When Baalei says when she came with the husband, he to says, to to And when she came with Yom Yom-Tif, she used to bring him a cut. Now what's the idea of this cut? So the way Rashi explains it is he grew. And every year when she used to come out, she used to bring him a new cut. She saw he got bigger than last time. He was three-year-old, and four-year-old, and five-year-old. Every year she used to bring him a new cut. But every time she came to, to her husband, she never saw him. He's the She was at home. She met him twice a year or three times a year, which I can't be empty. Every time she's bringing him a new coat. If he interpretation, it's nice, but what's what's the significance of that? How she know his size. Yeah, whatever it is, what, what's the significance? So that she met him every time. She brought him a new coat. Why is that uh, something love you want to tell us? But Adam don't playing it differently. And that is, there wasn't a ducal area, it was the same cut. She used to take it back with her and bring it back with her to Yantaf. And take it back with her and bring it back to Yantaf. And the question is, why would she... Frack. Maybe that's used to it, fracks. the kids were fracks, But that's I don't know what the reason was, but... Without is that. But the question is, that so why should she take it home with her? He'd never have a wardrobe in uh, wherever he was. Why just take the jump of clothes home with him, bring it back, he her and bring it back, and bring it back, he jumped. So the dog wants to say that maybe she was scared he'd wear it during the year as well, it was going to be end of clothing. But uh, again, it's, it's a bit difficult to say that in the Novi tell us that. There's something else over here. And the Novi is telling us in gosh, uh, uh, And that is, remember, <coughs> we see it as, And that is, I'll dedicate my son to Hashem's whole life. He's going to send him a Samirash, a little child, send him a He'll learn from Eliyahu Kaya and he'll become an Evelasha. But remember, she's a mother. It's hard for her, And therefore she took his yontaf clothing home with her each time, to remember him. That she had the clothing with her each time. she brought back the yontaf, and we were that was Shmuel's coat, that was Shmuel's yontafzit. It was a way to, 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 you know, to remember him, even though he wasn't at home. And the Navi pointed out to us, it wasn't an easy sacrifice to the Khamer. It's true, she promised, and she kept her promise, it wasn't an easy sacrifice. And therefore she was him. To make up for that, she took his clothing and whole time with her and that was a right way to remember her son. And Aliyah, Aliyah this and he says, <laughs> when they came, Hashem should give you more children from in place of her son, which she lent so to speak to Hashem. In other words, even though the fact that she <coughs> offered to leave, leave Shmuel to serve Hashem was, this, uh, in that source she had Shmuel in the first place. But he says the masses in the reward of her doing what she says she's going to do, and he saw the sacrifice involved for her in leaving, Shal- in leaving Sh- Shmuel um, in the Mishkan. Hashem should bless his more children as well. I mean, again, then you have to throw it back to the place, like always. And his was answered, Three boys and two girls, that's in total. That's including Shmuel. So besides including she had two more boys and two more girls. Yeah. That was, uh, so, so to speak, her reward. Mufashem don't say why the reward was there two boys and two girls. In other words, that's what the, the children she had, but was there a specific reason that that was the reward she got? No, we don't find But uh, either way around, that, uh, the, 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 the first part of the pasuk is talking in the continuum, which means she always did that. Every year she used to bring the onto clothing and bring it back. Every they used to bring it back and took it back. This idea of giving a bracha and having more children obviously wasn't every year. It happened, and she had, she had, as as a, as a result of Aya's bracha, she had four more children. But it wasn't a, like a continual thing, so to speak. That like the fact that she always brought this clothing when she came to to the Mishkan. <coughs> the parsha said this before. What are they adding now to say that Shmuel grew up with Hashem? We already had at the beginning. where it says, Apostle Goliath, if I narrow him, it starts with well, Hashem. What it adds now, when it says, that Shmuel grew up with Hashem, and, well, in some, simply it means, not with his family. You know, the rest of his family used to come and visit him, and home, Where Shmuel stayed, stayed behind, Shmuel grew up in the, the Mishkan with Hashem. That was the, the simple chat. More than that, it's not talking about Shmuel's vacation, as much as Shmuel's level. Ayal, I means <laughs> he grew closer to. Shmuel's grew in his spiritual level. He became a much, he became that much closer, that much, much greater. And you are going to see that was something unique. There was something unique. Shmuel achieved this, uh, a level of nevuah the, which they hadn't been, which they hadn't been until then. I'm not talking about the time of Meshavari in the Midgard. I'm saying in Eretz Israel. There hadn't been a level in the world like that. We know that we talk about the, the different stages of Ka'i Israel. We talk about the Kainim, we talk about we call the Shaftim, we talk about the Navi. The Shmuel was the first of the Navi, Which means, like Mepashim um, explained, that the first of some a certain level has to be the Machadish. He's the one who begins that. Afterwards, it can be continued, it can be transmitted to it, from wherever to town, from one generation to the next. But the one who initiates the level is, must be the greatest, because he had to, so to speak, form that level. It's just like when we talk about the Tanaim. So the first time was Shemina Tzarek, with Ashwa Sikodala. And after Shemina was the first Tana, so that was the, the greatest of the Tanaim. He was, uh, so to speak, fashioned the level of a Tana. He's considered the first Tana. His name was yes. As what? Shemrat Tzalei. The second mission of us. Shemrat Tzalei came with Shari Anshel as He was on the last mission, right? He was the last Anshel as and he was the first person we mentioned at the time in the mission. Is there any role in the last mission on the mission? Of? The mission of us, but he's coming so a few times. The Gemara brings so. him. A few times. The Gemara brings But uh, either way around. since he was the. So this the the first person to define the time of that so that branded level. So we're talking about a so Rav, and uh, Rav was on a level more than other We see that in the stories how they, was, how they related to him. He formed the level of the Mar. If you want to take it further than that, so at least we know for for Ashkenazi Jewry, the Negashim was on a level of his own. It's called him and the Negashim was on a different you kira. Know, even his like they didn't know all to the, I mean, the, the the other the abominium, <coughs> abominium of Spain, and, I mean, of Germany and France and uh, Europe. After that, takes a But was uh, that was the first Rishon. He was greater than than before him. He, he was the first. He was but is the Neva that when, wherever the cutoff point is going to be, that now we're going to start titling them different? The first one is always going to be the greatest. We don't find that in, within a period, necessarily, an earlier one is later than a greater one. You know, we don't find that within the only, that necessarily an earlier is greater than a later rich. It doesn't have to be that It doesn't have to be that But But, the, the, the first one who begins the level, yes, the Rishonah is the greatest. And if a Shmuel was the first of the Naveen, and if was something unique, that Shmuel brought on a level of Naveen, which was something new. Like the posson said, It didn't happen yet, and therefore the fact that Shmuel had this unique childhood, he grew up in the Mishkan, and made that much closer to Hashem, was really the vehicle to enable him to right, to achieve the level he needed to achieve. Yes, yeah, he yeah, grew up with. He was exposed to the daily. The fact that he managed to withstand that, that's what made him great. By the way, there's a Chazal that says that no one came great without opposition. Mm-hmm. Ma- no one became great without opposition. What made Abram Ra- Avinu great was a terrible. Ball. It's Chaza. What made Yaakov great was love and nasa. What <coughs> made Yosef great was for ages 45. No one becomes great without opposition. And therefore, the fact that a person is in a, in a situation where he has to fight the opposition, wherever that might be, it makes him great. And the the same thing. The fact that he to grab up to serve Hashem. On the one hand in the Mishkan, but on the other hand with the negative influence of the kind of words of Yasham, but I get Shmuel could withstand that that's developed, that's very great. Okay, so they're talk about that, the childhood of Shmuel so to speak.